Hello and welcome back to Savage with Silas. This is episode two featuring Nam Sanu. He is a certified personal trainer through the NSCA, a strength and conditioning coach through the NSCA. He has multiple other certifications such as kettlebell training and Pilates for pregnant women. And currently he is a physical therapist. Now, aside from his super badass resume, he's just a pretty cool dude. As you can guess by his name, no, he's not an American. He is Korean, as Korean as they possibly come. And I say that with love. He is super dope. And this episode is really fun and really special to me. Now, because he is very scientific and he knows basically all there is to know about the human body, things get quite scientific pretty fast. So if you have questions related to any of the scientific terms that we use in this episode, please feel free to reach out to us at harpersilasbray at gmail.com or contact me on my Instagram page through DM. I do check those messages. So if you send that to me, Savage with Silas on Instagram, I'll be happy to answer those questions for you as well. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. So as we're kind of waiting for people to come in, I'll Mm -hmm. give you a little brief introduction to who Sunny is and why he's here. Um, So he is my fiance. But that is not the reason that I invited him. So um, I invited him here because he's a super knowledgeable dude um, and can help us with a lot of different stuff. So there's a few people I'm kind of waiting to pour in. Is there anything that you want to say to anybody? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My first name is Sonu and last name is Nam. I'm, I'm not an English speaker. I learned English by book mm-hmm. for two years. Like book and phone English, so my grammar is not super perfect, but I can communicate with them. With, yeah. yeah, them, yeah, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. He, it's just a, a little bit about his background. Mm. So, <clears throat> he, you and I actually have kind of similar stories mm, yeah. where we came from like a really, hello, we Hi. came from a really um, like deconditioned background where we mm. had extreme like physical weaknesses and problems. Um, and had to learn over a period of time uh, about how to like fix the body, right? So in, in the past, you actually had a really interesting story because it spans yeah. over like 10 years. I had to literally fix my body because I got injured a lot. And my job is now a physical therapist, so I fix other people. <laughs> <laughs> from yeah. fixed from yeah. fixed to fixing. Maybe, yeah. Mm. From fixed to fix fixing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's like the name yeah. of a book waiting to happen. Mm. From yeah. fixed to fixing. Yeah, so Sonu, you uh you are a NSCA certified strength mm. and conditioning coach. Yeah. Um, a former personal trainer as well as a manual, mostly manual therapy, but you work in other mm. realms of physical therapy as well. Yeah. And I did a select trainer, S- select trainer job, and I mm. did like kettlebell instructor, mm. and I got oh, SFG right. level one. Nice. Yeah. I I was the most fastest guy to do the, what was it, snatch pass. Ah. I mean, twenty four. There's a test that mm. is doing twenty four k kg of. Get up a switch, snatch. Oh, just yeah, th- just doing snatch as fast uh, as I can. 
-hmm. It's like 100 reps in just a minute. Oh. I did it in like two. snatches in a minute? Yeah. Oh I, I did God. it in three minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The limit was five, oh five minutes. Yeah. And I finished it in like two and 40, 43 seconds. Jeez. So when I finished it, everyone just doing snatch. Right. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, that blows yeah. my mind. I, so I can't do the snatch, but I think my limit mm. right now is 12K. So the fact that you did it with 24 that many times is yeah. craziness to me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, so you've got like a huge background and a huge variety of things. Mm. Um, really quick, I just wanted to say to the audience and anybody that's joining us, as, as we're talking through here, you can definitely leave questions in the little chat box. And even though we're sideways, we'll do our best to mm. read them. So if you have questions, feel free to, to drop them down there and we'll yeah. do the best we can. Um, yeah, so I actually got a couple of questions from people online uh, before we actually started. So I wanted to start with a, a question that we got from Herb. I haven't seen him in here, but he'll probably watch this later. Um, he's a weightlifter. He asked um, what the effects of heavy weightlifting are on the body long term. So he's, I think he kind of means over a lifetime. Like what are some mm. of the benefits and drawbacks of that? Mm. First of all, having strength is really good for like our life, mm. like to lift something. If we have to lift something, like and yeah, there's a concept <laughs> of non-contractile tissue, like muscle mm. fiber and contractile mus muscle tissue fiber. Mm. Mm. And if we do heavy lifting, we use more contractile fibers than non-contractile fibers, mm. so that we can be more stronger mm. than the other person who got only muscle by like hypertrophy training. I don't mean hypertrophy training is bad, mm. but it's just feature of heavy lift training. Mm. So if we do heavy lift weight, uh, heavy weight training, mm. uh, we can get more strong strengths mm. like relative strengths mm. in my in our weight so it's really good for weight division um, sports okay and so it's like love mm. changing weight classes you mean yeah yeah mm. and also it's really good for the people who want look fit but not super bulky i see yeah. so if you want to bulk out there's like a different approach to doing yeah. that then also uh, as we got older we lose our muscles especially contractile fibers but if we do heavyweight lifting, mm -hmm. we can prevent it a little bit more. I see. Yeah. So that's like, would you say that that's the top advantage yeah. of doing <clears throat> weightlifting long term? Yeah. Growing mm -hmm. muscle, especially contractile fiber mm -hmm. and neuromuscular firing. There's mm -hmm. a norm of neuromuscular firing. So mm -hmm. if we want to contract our muscle, our brain sends a signal through the nerve. Mm -hmm. and nerve ending uh, send a signal to the muscle so we can call this as a neuromuscular firing sure yeah we don't usually use all of the muscle fibers mm -hmm. to lift like lightweight or moderate weight mm -hmm. but when we do heavy weight lift mm -hmm. we should use all of our muscle fibers so mm -hmm. so that we can we have to use our all of muscle fibers so it develops our muscle firing I see. Yeah. So over time, as we condition mm. more of the muscle to be used, then we have a, a, yeah. a like a, a longer, mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with words here, but 
uh, as we condition the muscle, then we have access to more of that energy mm-hmm. over time. And we can, yeah. can use that for like everyday functions as well as, you know, being badass. <laughs> Just getting stronger. Yeah. I think getting stronger is a little bit external values mm-hmm. than functional things like endurance or cardinal pulmonary mm-hmm. capacities or like accuracy or something mm-hmm. but it's sometimes good goal to make like if I have specific goal like I want to lift mm-hmm. 100 kilo mm-hmm. squat mm-hmm. it'll be a good goal right it's a little like bit a goal post uh, for you something yeah. to look at on it's the usually a little bit vague to mm-hmm. set a goal as a Mm, trainee mm. like I did mm, 20 reps of squat with 20 kilo it's a little bit vague but if we do like one rep of 100 kilogram squat it's more obvious right. to see where you're just yeah. like look at me like yeah that's mm. right I lifted yeah. 100k I lifted mm. like my mom and my dad yeah. to combine <clears throat> that's true I think that's the benefit from doing heavy weight lifting I see. But this also um, has more dangers. Mm. Dangers. And what would you say are like some of the the dangers that exist for it? Getting injured because wow. of um, if we focus on just lifting something, mm. not uh, focusing on building ourselves mm. to get the strengths, mm-hmm. we can get injured m- more easily. Because mm-hmm. uh, if we have a symmetric body, like a uh, symmetric shoulder height or a symmetric balance of muscle power like quadriceps, hamstrings or left side, right side Mm. and we try to lift really heavy weight Mm. it's really easy to get more asymmetric that's true like um and it happened to me uh, well that's something we've actually talked a lot about is like imbalance in the body how if if an imbalance exists that compound moves which usually are super beneficial so something like a squat Mm. or a deadlift if there is already an imbalance that exists those movements can actually mm. make like compound yeah. the problem Out of not just compound not just a so. compound move like mm. compounding the issue that's underlying exactly well. so let's think about this if we uh shoot some satellite how can i say launch like, oh yeah. like shoot it like off yeah. the earth yeah launch what if I launch a satellite to the space? Just one, like 0.1 degree can be uh, arbitrary, but uh, it can make huge difference. Mm. So if, if we lift really moderate weight or lightweight, mm. a little bit of asymmetric, asymmetricity, uh, right? A asymmetric? little bit of yeah. asymmetry. Sorry, yeah. I was like, we're gonna, we're gonna get yeah. there. Yes, asymmetry. <laughs> a little bit of asymmetry doesn't affect a lot, but mm-hmm. if we do really heavy weight, it, the asymmetry can be really, like, magnified. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way to say it for yeah. sure. Because I, I definitely have seen what you mean. Because mm. when I first started doing like heavier weightlifting, um, I remember you coming over and mm. telling me like. Oh, hi. Hello. <laughs> hi, Vikram. <laughs> I remember one time I was doing a squat and you had come over to me and you told me that my torso mm. was rotating as I was uh, coming yeah. up. So as I was coming up, my right shoulder was moving forward mm. just a little bit. And you're like, it's only like this much. And I remember at the time being <laughs> like, whatever, yeah. like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <Anal>. But it, <laughs> but yeah. 
The truth is that it really does have an impact long term. So if I do that over, you know, like many, many sets of squats over the Mm. period of, you know, how many training sessions, then I'm going to magnify Mm. that problem. So I actually really like that metaphor (laughs) of the the rocket going into space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, coming from here to there, that's mm. not what we want at all. So it's, it's about volume. Mm. The many reps, mm-hmm. yeah, the more we do and the heavier we lift, mm. it's going to magnify it. That's true. So figuring out a better way to like balance mm. yeah. and, and discover those functional weaknesses in yeah. the body. So some, somewhere that an imbalance already exists, mm. That definitely requires a little bit of extra training and Mm. a little bit of extra attention, I think. Mm. Yeah, well said. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Mm. I feel like I learned something. I want to add something for this question. Sure. Mm. And I think time management is really important Mm. to plan our training schedule. Oh, I see. Yeah. In many, like, time-managing-wise and, like, efficiency-wise. And I think doing heavy lift, heavy weight lift is really a good way to save our time. Mm. Because we don't have to lift, like, long. Right. Yeah. Do Do you mean long as in terms of, like, repetitions or years? Repetitions. Mm. Yeah, repetitions and the... Uh, whole volume of training Mm. also we don't have to get super fatigued because of the training because usually Mm. DOMS like day of muscle soreness Mm. is come from the fact that we usually use more eccentric contraction which yeah so I I have to describe it so if we contract muscle uh, it's concentric it's a biceps it's concentric contraction and controlling like this is eccentric contraction Mm. we can generate more strength with eccentric contraction because of passive tension of the tendon or some kind of connective tissues Mm. would you say that concentric the way that i think about the word concentric Mm. would you say that it means Almost like moving toward you, yeah, like moving, toward moving me. closer it's toward concentric. the body. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you next <laughs> time. Um, like moving toward the body, and yeah. then eccentric is that moving away. All, not always extension, but quite mm-hmm. similar to yeah. extending. It's actually making flexion force, but they just holding it. Right. And slowly releasing it. Yeah. Mm, I see. Okay. And I one thing that I've thought mm. about, and I'm kind of curious what your thoughts on this are. Mm that one of the benefits of strength training, not necessarily super heavy weightlifting, mm. but with with strength training is, um, oh, what was I thinking? Oh, yes, bone mass, like bone density. Mm. So over time, as people have a bigger amount and a higher volume of, of mm. uh, weight training, bone mass will increase over time mm, as well. Yep. Any type of exercise, but mostly heavy weightlifting. Because if we contract our muscle, muscle is between bone and bone. Mm-hmm. So bone ha- had to stand the force because mm-hmm. of the muscle contraction. So sure. the more we contract, the bone get more stimulation. So it mm-hmm. gets more stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the principle. Bulk's principle. Mm-hmm. Bulbs. Yeah. 
Boobs. Yeah. Boobs. So the reason why I talk about this is that uh, <clears throat> DOMS is usually from the eccentric contraction and many many reps of the mm. <clears throat> each exercises. So if we do just heavyweight lifting with the com compact sets, mm. like uh, just three sets of squat, mm. rather than like ten sets of squat and leg extension or something, mm. we get less tired because of the fatigue or like muscle soreness mm. because of the dif different type of training right i think this this is really um, beneficial for the can i say gym gore because like we just don't a, just an average human average human yeah <clears throat> that's why i don't have that much that many of muscle soreness mm. yeah i don't i yeah. really don't have doms ever yeah. anymore yeah with my approach to training. Hmm. So, and I think you and I have a similar style where hmm. it's usually three to four sets that hmm. are pretty high weight. Um, and that's that's it. So hmm. I really don't experience a lot of DOMS unless I'm doing endurance yeah. training. But we get muscle. Hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the goal, we hope. Hmm. <laughs> Additionally, I, I have to add that, that hmm. uh, I only training, I only do training like twice or three per week mm, and that's as, true for as you've for seen sure. that i do like only four exercises per day mm. or three sure like squat deadlift pull up mm. no 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 S squat bench bench press mm. pull up or deadlift military press mm. pull up like that i see so mm. kind of like an upper lower split just over a yeah. period of days mm. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, that actually kind of makes me think of, of the other question that I mm. got from an audience member. Uh, so his name is Andrew. His username mm. is Independence Fitness. So I'll try and like give him the timestamp on mm -hmm. this when I send it to him later. I, I really like this question. I think you'll have some interesting feedback. Right. He's eating chocolate. We're talking about fitness <laughs> and health. We're yeah. <laughs> eating chocolate. Yeah. Can I have one of those? I one of those. Thank you. So he asked a really interesting question. So Sunny, you also did hobby boxing. Yeah. You wanted me to specify it was a hobby, so never professionally. Mm. But do, you do have some background in boxing. Yeah. Um, Andrew asked, would you recommend heavy compound weightlifting um, for a boxer or fighter? Honestly, I don't think it's a good mm, regimen for a boxer. Because mm. boxing is more like endurance, accuracy, like reaction time and just strategies mm -hmm. because every punch doesn't have to be strong mm -hmm. just need to be more accurate okay. and it's, so it's more about like speed and yeah, direction then. Yeah, yeah speed is related to strength a little bit but it's more like speed endurance mm -hmm. not just one speed mm -hmm. so one time speed is more related to like weightlifting or like what is that uh, throwing really heavy stone. Oh, like shot put. <clears throat> yeah, shot put. Yeah, oh, shot put or throwing hammer. Yeah. I see. So, like, how how would you go about training something like that? That's that's not something that I've mm -hmm. ever shot put. Just that that 
quick like speed uh-huh. endurance training you know the only time i've really had olympic style weightlifting mm. like a mm, jerk jerk okay or push press mm. something like that i see or like speed squat if we do squat we can move it really explosively i see till the top almost mm. like a jump squat but with weight mm, and yeah. you just like don't come off the ground yeah or we can just mm. do jump squat or plyometric mm. Uh, but shot put is more related to uh, jump squat with weight. Mm, yeah, plyometric is more like repetitive exercises like mm-hmm. basketball or something like that. Yeah, plyometrics from how I understand them are, are more approached mm. like uh, more applicable in mm. the realm of like jumping. Mm. So something that you specifically need to jump for. Yeah, plyometrics should. Uh, use their elasticity of the tendon mm. so you should be more repetitive and it's usually executed by their body body mm. weight so it's, a, it's like a box jump yeah. in crossfit yeah. something it's like different so uh, it's difference between <clears throat> plyometric and ballistic training mm. ballistic ballistic training is more concentrated on like one way speed mm. like a uh, jump one rep jump squat mm-hmm. it's not actually one rep but yeah, <laughs> yeah jump squat or swing mm-hmm. heavy kettlebell swing or weight lifting mm-hmm. but plyometric should be executed by their body weight and mm-hmm. really like agile i see yeah. so uh, out of between ballistic and plyometric mm-hmm. you think that ballistic is more applicable in the realm of boxing which mm-hmm. would we i think <laughs> plyometric is more better for boxer because they use more uh, body accurately Mm. and they need more endurance more than power it's not power game you know I see I think I tend to lean toward power just because mm. of like lifting stuff Mm -hmm. but in you make a good point that for endurance reasons you do have to have Mm -hmm. like you know a longer lasting stability when it comes so so I recommend boxers to do like uh, plyometric training or like ballistic training with high reps mm. like uh, 15 reps of um, hang clean mm. hang power clean or like pull up mm. explosive pull up or like mm. how can I say this twister we can install oh, the barbell like lean leaned mm. degree and we can grab it and we can just punch it like this like with it well, I'm assuming reps. with a I'm assuming with a glove no no I mean I can just grab the barbell. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was imagining mm. that you were punching yeah. the barbell. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I'm here now. Yes. Yeah. Because util- I think utilizing that that kind of explosive mm. power makes a lot of sense yeah. in fighting. Granted, it's not my field of expertise, mm. but um, okay. Yeah. So it's, jump power. Yeah. It's more similar to power endurance training. Mm. But I recommend heavyweight lifting for MMA fighters because they use grappling or like wrestling where they need to hold their opponent's body so their strengths will help the competitions a lot mm, i see mm. interesting i have a lot of things to think about in terms <laughs> of my in terms of my own approach to things mm-hmm. so like when you when you were boxing mm. and, and doing those kinds of things yeah like what was your training at that time what kinds of Mm. Um, splits did you have at the gym? Honestly, I didn't do much of weightlifting because I'm not a professional boxer. 
I just yeah, I just <laughs> enjoyed boxing as a hobby boxer, mm. and I won just one competition as a hobby boxer. I see. <clears throat> oh, just oh, I just mm. won a competition. <laughs> just casual, so just, humble. Just one thing I have to say is like, if mm. you want to be good at something, mm. you need to concentrate on something specific mm. of that. Like one sp- one particular yeah. element of that yeah, skill. Yeah, element of that I skill. See. So if I want to be a good boxer, I need to uh, train about boxing a lot first. Mm. And then if I want to be more stronger as a boxer, I need mm. to do some substitutional training like weight training or plyometric. Mm. That second one. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> in, in my experience, uh, I played basketball. Mm. It's also a hobby level. Mm. I was really bad at bo- uh, basketball. Sure. <clears throat> And I complained about my body a lot. That why I why I'm I'm so bad at dribbling or rebounding, even though I can jump jump higher and I'm so strong. Mm. The reason is this: I didn't train basketball that much. I see. Yeah, even though I had really good physical factors, mm. I didn't train basketball accurately. That's mm. a problem. I see. Yeah. So if I want to improve, so like the moral of the story is that if I want to improve something, Mm. then I have to actually like focus and train on that. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then, you know, I I think one of the the benefits of explosive training Mm. for me has definitely been like faster speed. I've no, the Mm. only really uh, exposure that I've had to it is through Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. And time, you know, I mean, granted, there's other kinds of mm. martial arts that that utilize that kind of that that idea of an explosive power, you know. But one thing that I really have enjoyed in Taekwondo is feeling that like snap <laughs> of energy, you know, just mm. rush through your arm and like, bam! Like <laughs> it's something. It's it's really satisfying. There's a really satis mm. like it's a very satisfactory thing to feel that, and I I've noticed too. A similar thing happening when it comes to weightlifting. So, I'm currently in the process of learning like the clean and clean snap. Sorry about that. Snatch. Clean snatch, yeah. uh, clean and jerk. Like all of these moves mm. really definitely require that explosive power, particularly yeah. in the legs and like the posterior chain. Mm. You know, so I I think it's applicable not just to boxing or fighting specifically, but also to other realms of weightlifting. Yeah. Mm. I need to explain about transfer uh, effect of training and specificity uh, benefit of training. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I can um, if I can do snatch for 100 kg, it's really heavy, yes. right? <clears throat> so that's um, Let's assume that there's no base. So if I can, if I start any type of sports, I can uh, feel more easier than other people because I have base strength and base power. Right? Right. If there's no base. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't guarantee that I am very good at that sport. That's a very good point. Mm. I just have good power and good basis, but just that's it. Mm. Mm. So power, but no skill. Yeah. I see. So skill beats power. 
for each specific sports. Mm. So if I want to be at be good at that sports, I need to do some specified training mm. with the sports. I see. So specific, more specifically for if you're going to so, do uh, yeah. so, like mm. Can I say? Yeah. yeah, sure. So transport effect of training is that if I do if I can do the snatch, mm. I can get higher ground because of the basic physical factors mm. it's transferring effect of the training i see so it's like one skill one ability transfers into other, higher ability yeah, higher ability but there's a specificity of the training mm. Mm. what would you recommend for you know if somebody wants to mm. wants to be you know better at fighting <clears throat> what kinds of skills would you specifically focus on power endurance Balance. Mm. Mm. Balance. I never thought about that. Yeah, I guess your proprioception would have to be pretty good. Mm. Just, I've never thought about that. What's what is like the ultimate balance training? (laughs) Ultimate balance training, (laughs) right? Or just, or any, you know, what would you recommend? I think there's no ultimate balance training because balance training should be very specified and Mm -hmm. optimized for their sports. It's Mm -hmm. called conditioning. Okay. So I recommend for beginner doing like bosu one single extend. <clears throat> yeah, single extend is really basic, mm. and we can build a lot of perception and a lot of making good posture skill mm. with one extend, even in this floor. What's the bosu? Is <clears throat> it the it, that's the like inflatable yeah. thing? Ah, okay. Yeah, the bigger thing. So just or like this standing and balancing. Yeah, balance ball. Can I show it? Yeah, sure. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike. Sorry, he almost took his mic with him. So just want to be careful. So this is Togu. Dirty. Yeah, our feet are all over that thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's not in great shape right now. You can just stand over this in, what can I say? You can balance on top of it because it's an unstable Unstable. surface. It's basically a marshmallow. It makes yeah. our muscle contracted because of balance. Mm. And I will say that I've noticed a lot of benefits from working with balance balls. Mm. I've once upon a time, you know, mm. I used to do like, granted they were knee push-ups, but I used to do mm. knee push-ups on the like the half balance ball, and that actually helped me a lot with mm. the all of the muscles in my body and in the, in the upper mm. part of my body and my arms. And so I think there's something to be said for mm. balance training and, and even for me, you yeah. know, that's helped me a lot with just daily mm. activities and being a lot more in control of my body. Mm. So I can see why that would transfer into a useful skill for somebody who's trying mm. to like beat somebody up. <laughs> Hi, Ollie. <laughs> oh, Ollie. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Oh. This is a friend of ours. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's, like watching one skill move and transfer into something else yeah. um, <clears throat> is is really valuable and mm. also full of joy, right? Like for mm. me, that's a very satisfying feeling <laughs> when things come over. Oh, hey, Andrew, how you doing? Oh, is oh no, person? sorry, this is Aaron. Different, different A. Sorry, Aaron, I tried to huh. call you the wrong name because uh, I okay. I read the the last half mm. of the username and I was like, oh. Just kidding. I'm sorry, I lied. Mm-hmm. But hello. 
The correct person, the correct name. Mm -hmm. So because of the transferring effect, if we get fit, we can apply, apply our fitness to any type of sports. It's really great benefit mm. to be fit. I know for you, <coughs> something you were really interested in was moving your strength into mm. basketball specifically. Uh, like, he's, he'll probably not advertise this openly, yeah. but he's a super big basketball nerd to no. the point that <laughs> you say mm. that. But, like, last week, mm. last week we were just walking down the river. We saw uh. some kids that had a basketball, and he was like, hey, like, please give me your basketball. <laughs> so I, they were really nice about it, you know. So that mm. was pretty funny. But... You know, I've, I've noticed that that one interest that you particularly have is how can I get one specific skill that will apply to this specific hmm? thing, hmm. right? Like, so I've Specific, noticed that you're yeah. looking for those transferable skills. Mm. You know what I mean? How? <laughs> like, one of these days, hmm. I'm trying to remember what originally got us to talking about it and why you looked it up. But now when you stand on a single leg and you rotate your paws ah, up, yeah. because you're trying to imp improve... Improve my gluteus medius, yeah. Right. Why? Can you tell us why? Because ah. I, I think it's going to sound more interesting coming from you than me. Ah. <laughs> I think it's too academic. <laughs> well, so mm. can, can, I, can I give my briefing? Mm, okay. <laughs> so my my interpretation of this, and, yeah. I, and tell me if I'm wrong, right? So mm. I, I guess I'm asking. My interpretation of this is that from your particular set of imbalances, mm. that the gluteus medius was causing some issues. Like mm, I yeah, I know from from working with you that you know you've had significant pain in the QL and mm. in your lower back and some other imbalance problems there. Mm. So I think that the gluteus medius training is to help pelvic balance and yeah. lower back balance yeah. right while you're doing training because i know squats were causing <laughs> you pain right mm, and that's, yeah. you like squats so gluteus medius is rotate, located in our lateral side of the hip it's in the and it balances our body <laughs> especially when we do like single leg stand mm. while walking or like one leg jump or something just mm. any type of sports mm. and it should be really strong to keep our life <laughs> But usually it's more tend to more weaker and weaker because of the sitting position and just imbalance. And we usually don't train our gluteus medius. Mm. We just concentrate on our booties and mm. quadriceps <laughs> or sometimes some types of muscles to show, mm. show off. So I had really good gluteus, gluteus medius function before, but mm. I gotten very lazy. Aww. So, so say we all. I skipped, <laughs> so say we all. Yeah, I skipped my <laughs> glute muscle training a lot. So these days I got a lot of pain mm. while I'm doing back squat. Right. <clears throat> because I can just lift it, but it causes my causes pain on mm. my back or knee mm. because of imbalance. I see. So I wanted to uh, strengthen and get function back of my gluteus medius. Mm. And there's a lot of ways to um, develop my gluteus medius, like clamshell movement i can lean i can make a side yeah side leg position and mm -hmm. make my hip like this mm -hmm. so this is why it is called clamshell exercise it's it look like a clamshell it's really a beginner move for like gluteus medius training mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> but if I just do this, it can build my glutis medius, mm. but it's not function related. I see. But I want to uh, use my glutis medius while I'm doing like one single extend mm. or during squat or some type of functional movement. Sure. So I arranged it to a little bit more close kinetic chain style mm. and I want to separate gluteus medius movement while my while my back <laughs> muscle keep contracted so they, that's <laughs> why I do like keep airplane so yeah. if if it's my leg and if it's my trunk mm -hmm. I keep my body like this and I try to move my trunk like this to use my gluteus medius mm. yeah so it's like it's basically a very specific yeah. isolation move yeah. to fix an imbalance yeah. so that you can squat. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Squat and reduce <laughs> my back pain. Just that's it. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think it's good for all of people. It's good mm. for me. Sure. Yeah. Well, like, would you say that that's something about functional training that... Mm, would you say that's a common thing about functional training is that, like, it's different for each person because we yeah. have different imbalances we have different strengths and mm. just physical structures overall mm. you know something we talked about i think it's funny you bring up the glamour muscles because something that yeah. that we've talked about are glamour muscles you know because like mm. don't get me wrong the gluteus maximus like mwah, that is prime <laughs> real estate yeah. but at the same time it's not necessarily the most functional muscle in the body mm, yeah. there's other parts of the glutes mm. that are equally if not more important like Sometimes the gluteus maximus, medius yeah. i definitely do like the gluteus maximus mm. it helps me a lot with lower lower back <laughs> lower lower back mm. things um but so, yeah mm, we have to evaluate for each person mm. so each person have each problem so we can manage how to Mm, how to manage their body sure yeah we like have to train almost mm. 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 but there are a lot of common cases like weakened gluteus medius or weakened certus anterior muscle of the shoulder yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's the only thing that physical therapists can recommend to all the people but right. it doesn't solve any type of problem so it's mm -hmm. better to just go to physical therapist and ask them evaluation Sure. Can can like if I were to go to a physical mm. therapist and say, um, I have lower back pain, mm. are would they be able to look at my movement patterns and identify mm. where a problem exists? Yes. Okay. I think so they'll do a lot of uh, muscle manual tests and mm. range of motion tests, and they'll they'll look. Um, your forward bending mm -hmm. movement so that they can figure out what causes your pain like orientally I like mean, what's yeah. the like a, the mm. original problem yeah. like the the source yeah and theory theoretically <laughs> i mean not all of the mm. physical therapists can do it you know especially in this country mm. uh, there's a lot of a lot of country mm. which have like physical therapist as a doctor oh. they got more educated uh, so yeah. they can evaluate more properly mm. but especially Korea mm. we have a little bit lower um, ear courses here mm. for physical therapists so we are not actually doctor I see we are more like specialist 
Yeah, that's something hmm. we talked about a little bit is, hmm. you know, in for any Americans who are in the hmm. room, the, the, the system is a bit different. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, just based on, on conversations that we've had, mm. I think that you know yeah. more than the average bear. Mm. Like, not not to, like, <laughs> fluff your ego too much, yeah. but but I know that you spend a qu- lot of quality time mm. looking at functional training, and that is something that you previously mm. had a background yeah. in. Also, so uh, Cori, you know, Korean culture is more, like, fast, obsessed culture. Yeah. So when I get the patient, <laughs> usually patients are so like not patient for the result. Uh-huh. So when you, when I try to evaluate their body, mm-hmm. usually they don't like it. So I need to appreciate them a lot. So mm-hmm. if there's a sign that they don't want to evaluate, they don't want to get re- evaluated, mm-hmm. I usually just give them a massage. Oh, okay. And I, I'm. So moral of the story is yeah. let them examine yeah. you. <laughs> I'm sure that a lot of physical therapists just do massage when you uh, ask them like, evaluate your body, or oh. like, I have back pain. They just, they just ask you like, please uh, face down and just sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just close yeah. your eyes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Pain, <laughs> painful truth, but it happens, okay. you know. Mm. And so, hot tip for everybody <coughs> who's listening: if you mm. go to a physical therapist, especially one <coughs> in the United States, mm. but if you do go to a physical therapist, just let the yeah. Just mm. I know I know from from many experiences that mm. uh, being in a physical therapy office is quite uncomfortable at times because they will intentionally make your body uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. um, but from our conversations and previous experience, I will say that I highly recommend just just letting them do it mm. because finding those those source problems of an imbalance allow um, allow room for improvement, allow room for growth and functional mm. reconditioning of the body. Right, so when we do find those imbalances, it allows us to apply them to other things. Like you're using this gluteus medius exercise to be able to improve a squat. Mm. And they don't necessarily on the surface seem directly related, but they definitely are. Because I've rubbed your QL so many <laughs> times and I'm mm. like, okay, definitely there's some kind of an issue here. Mm. So I think that's like the ultimate solution the ultimate juice yeah sometimes solution <laughs> can be painful yeah, oh my gosh like yeah. um, if you have back pain we need actually we need to s- test what causes your pain so we need to do a lot of pro- pain provocation test which can be painful yeah and yeah. i will say the therapy for me has just even even the therapy itself mm. really sucks sometimes <laughs> Like, I remember yeah. one time you were trying to release my QL, and you were, like, in my spine, basically. <laughs> and it was just, like, you know, it helped, but, ow, yeah, just that, that really hurt. Mm. But, yeah, I think this has been quite educational for me, at the very least. I, I'm sure for, <laughs> for people out there, this will be very helpful. So, thank you mm-hmm. for coming. Yeah, this has been really fun and educational for me. I feel like I'm learning a lot these days. Which yeah, I, I think I was too academic. Sorry, guys. Personally, <laughs> I don't mind. Oh, yeah, you guys can tell me that too. If it's too academic or not yeah. academic enough, that's fine. We can we can <clears throat> make adjustments accordingly. Mm. So, 
I'm sure he'll be back in the future if anything comes up and you know you hmm. guys are curious about. I'm available. Mm. You know. And if you want, like like I mentioned in a story before, super scientific dude. So mm. if you ever want like hard specific science, like this <laughs> is your guy. So make sure, yeah, just DM us anytime. He's super, he's super chill. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'd like to think I am too, but you know, yeah. not as cool. I'm not as cool. I'm not certified mm. as a badass. But I'm working on it. Yeah. He's certified badass. I'm not mm. there yet. <laughs> Maybe someday. All right. Before I lose my mind completely, I'm mm. going to end this thing. But thank you guys for coming. Thank you for coming. And I will see you next time. <laughs>